0: Hey Hi, buddy, Brett. how Hi, are you?
1: <laughs> how you doing, bro?
0: I'm
1: li- I'm listening to some Rich and Famous right now. How's that? Is Yes, sir. Yes, I uh, yes, uh, hope you love it. I I do. You got a great sound. I love it. Really. Thank you. Brother. Thank
0: you. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Brett.
1: So so before we start, I want your your audience to know who the hell I am. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm Brett Barish. I own a liquor company. Uh, I own a whole bunch of brands. Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen, Vion. have some past brands with Doucet, Ace of Spades. Um, I, I've been doing this for a few years now. It's called Self Made. I get to interview successful people in different spaces, music, entertainment, business, um, and uh, praise. I start out the same way with everybody. Um, what does self-made mean to you?
0: Hmm. Self-made to me is someone who has built or has established a form or fortune, um, by himself without the aid of inheritance. Um, you just did it from by yourself from zero to hundred. Do you think you've achieved that? What'd you say? Do you think you've achieved that? Um so success is <laughs> success is in phases. Um, yeah. even when you get to a point where you, you, you are hoping to be successful, you get there and you realize there's a different goal. You know, so like I would say I'm 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 in the path. I'm in the path because yo, you you keep grinding, you keep you keep pushing, you keep the goals keep getting bigger. You know, so for me, I'm in the path. And I'm leaving the path. So, and it it, it brings up
1: a good point because what you said resonates with me. It's like every time I, I think I want I. If there's a if there's something I want to achieve and I achieved it, I'm now not satisfied anymore. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, for you, praise for you. What was the first thing you think you achieved that that you thought, oh my, if I can just get here, where is here?
0: So the first thing I I, I would say I achieved, <laughs> so years ago, I was on a show. Um, it's called MTM Project Fame, um, West Africa. It was the maiden edition. It's like um, the voice. Yep. Um, yeah. And um, I went to the show to, I mean, I, I felt I was different. I felt I was unique. Um, I went into the show to win and um, I came out third. For me as a person, the beginning was getting my mom on stage and showcasing to the world that this is the amazing woman who birthed this amazing guy so for me that was i would say that would be the number one thing
1: just being there just being able yes. to be on stage and doing what you wanted to do okay did what happened after so what what what, what occurred where you're like Shit, this isn't enough this isn't enough
0: So, for me, after the show, um, I called it introduction to reality. Yeah. Because everything that's on the show is just for the show. It's just for TV. Yeah. You know, And I get out of the show into the real world, and I see it's just totally different. So, it's literally me starting from zero, in as much as I won cash prizes, but there was a setback. Um, I'm a family person. I'm a family-oriented person. So... I believe in family first before you impress the streets. Yeah, I'm that kind of person. Yeah. So um, I won some cash. I went back home, had to offset some bills, some debts, and I mean, that was done. So literally, everything I earned or everything I won was given back to the family. So it was literally me starting from zero. You're starting all over make,
1: again.
0: Yeah, trying to make music, but no resources. It was a struggle. I went back to where I was because I was at, at the time I wasn't living in Lagos. I went back to um, Kaduna, and I mean every day I I just keep seeing my peers on TV like yo, the, 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 the selling out shows, performing at big concerts, and like yo, this is this is the same guy or same people who I was on the same show with, you know. And so for me it was a real reintroduction to reality, because I had to start from zero. I had to come back to this town, had to grind to be successful in what I chose
1: to be. Is there a bittersweet feeling? uh, I've I've heard some people say this when it comes to award shows. Sometimes winning is not what you wanted. You'd rather not win. You'd You'd rather be number two. You'd
0: rather be number three, just because you can still keep climbing on your own. Exactly, but you know the thing is, I feel you know a lot of people don't go into competition. They don't have that mindset. Everyone who goes into a competition wants to win. Yeah. Everyone wants to win. But when you're done with the show, you then realize and become more grateful that you didn't win. Yeah. Because if you had won, maybe you would be laid back, nonchalant, just feel like yo everything. I mean, I called the shots. I won the show. But you know winning gives you that hunger, gives you that push to say, yo, like, I didn't come first, but I'm going to let the world know that I'm amazing. And for me, that was was one of the things that pushed me. When did music become your focus? Music became my focus in 2009, after the show. So I, I thought I was going to be a soccer star. (laughs) <laughs> i studied computer science in school but i wanted to just become a soccer star and um i've always loved music um i play the drums i play the piano also but i mean before i got into um before i go into college i was always in the studio with my friend who's a producer and i was like you know, like i like to know i like to learn how to produce and he was like okay i'll teach you i mean since you know how to play it's just the application of your knowledge to the computer. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I learned how to become a producer. And one day I was like, yo, let me see what it feels like to be behind the booth. So I made a beat when no one was around. I recorded my first demo. It was interesting and I played to my friends and they were like, Yo, Prince, we never knew you could sing. We just thought you played the drums, the piano, I played soccer. I'm like, Well and um I got friends, I'm blessed to have friends who tell me the truth. I surround myself with people who tell me the truth. And They actually are a source of guide to me. And a friend of mine was like, Praise, I think you should go for the show. And I tried a couple of times. Literally every show that happened in Nigeria, I literally went for it. But I did not succeed. And this was the last, for me, it was the last straw. And I was like, yo, do you know what? I would just do this because you're my friend. And I decided to do it. And for me, 2008 was beginning of music professionally for me. So it, it it was literally because you got on Project
1: Fame that you kept going? Yep. You would you think you would have stopped if you had not gotten on?
0: To be honest, um you know when you're when you're an athlete or a soccer player, you're always training, you're always hoping that that scout will come sight you, will see yep. you and say, "Yo, yeah. that dude, that yep. athlete, he's amazing. I want him." You know like It's so hard. And I mean, I get to this point where I just sang and I came third, winning cash prize on a car. And I'm like, hmm, okay. I mean, is is God telling me stuff that I'm not hearing? Like, (laughs) You know, is, is this telling me something that I never thought of? And I'm really excited and grateful that I listened to myself. And I said, OK, I'll go with music. Um, soccer, I love you, but I mean, I'll go with music. And I won't lie to you, music has changed my life, has been my escape, has given me things that in my wildest dreams I never thought I was going to have. So I, I, it, it may be a silly example,
1: but I'm curious. Did, are you able to bring anything from the sport, soccer, to music?
0: So um. Yes, because um, thanks to music, I've been able to be able to um, meet with a couple of people, certain kinds of people of certain um, statuses. And um, I mean, I met someone some years ago, and he wanted me to do a jingle for a soccer club. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, this is me loving soccer, and I'm like, yes, I, I would do it. And I mean, that was just different. Us now, music and soccer making a jingle for a club that I never, well, I always wanted to play soccer. But now it's me doing what I love to do now with what I used to love and I thought yep. I was going to do. Yeah. So, yeah. What was, what do you think the
1: next kind of, because again, I could say the same thing, you know, whether it's another new brand that's finally successful, We're like, okay, now I've done something else. Like, what was it for you after Project Fame was like your next... Was it releasing the first album? Was it releasing the first single? Was it hearing yourself on the radio? What was the next kind of okay, I'm 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 improving, I'm getting better, I'm getting bigger.
0: So for me, um my first challenge was trying to break out from being a reality T V singer, yeah, to being an industry recognized singer. Like a lot of people think once you're on a show, you just going you you're just accepted in the industry. Nah, you, you need to actually work your way into the industry and when you're in the industry you're not trying to walk your way up yep so for me my first challenge was breaking from being an um a reality tv singer to an industry industry recognized singer i did that pushes was there the grind was there now i'm an r b guy i come yep. from a place where um the pop culture is very like it's it's it has it has a preference, it has the yeah. hype yeah more than R and B music. Now, my second huddle is how do I get people to accept this guy praise the RB singer m- making R and B songs in a setting where it's all about pop music, pop, 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 pop. You know, and that was that was a huddle, I won't even lie, but I'm grateful. I'm thankful that <laughs> I believed in myself because there are times where I wrote songs for people that became commercial hit songs, pop, commercial pop hit songs while I'm here as the R&B guy trying to get the R&B hit song that everybody would recognize. So it was, it was a struggle. Do I sell my soul, which is, me deciding to do what I feel everybody likes, to what I want to do, really is, want to do. Is it
1: still a struggle today? Because that's a balance that I'm sure every R&B singer has to go through.
0: Um, it's not a struggle anymore. Um, it's changing. The sound, the sounds are changing. If you listen to a lot of songs right now, they have R&B. They have r b um, foundations. Yep. Um, if you take for example, um. Whiskey featuring Thames, Yes, yeah. it's literally an R&B song, you know? Does so that make you right feel good? Yeah. Does that make you feel good? Trust me, bro, it makes me feel good. Because, you are know, like, it's it's so good to see years that, like, you put in a lot of work in the years. And, I mean, you know, see, like, the sound you've been making is the sound that everybody now is rocking with. Yeah. You know? i didn't i didn't make that sound but i only represent the sound yeah you know and you just see everybody like okay oh yeah we see we see where you've been like your mindset so like it's for me it's, i'm really excited to see that people are loving r&b globally like um i love giveon i love heart these are amazing artists like it's so good to see r&b return to its place you know
1: um when you write for others, does it feel just as good as if, it, as if you're singing
0: it yourself? Yeah, um, so I, I don't, I'm not in a hurry to write for a lot of people. Um, and that's because I would only want to write for someone who would be able to interpret the song the way I would interpret it. Because I honestly write from an honest place. Yeah. I write from a real place. I write from a place of heart. I write from a place of pain, of love, of joy. So when I want to give someone a song or I want to write someone a song, I'm hoping the person will be able to deliver it vocally, emotionally, and in every way. So I'm not really quick to write for people. But I mean, I write for people. <laughs> but does it, if they,
1: if they, if they get it, if they get what you're trying to communicate does it feel yeah. just as good if it's them
0: versus you so once it, once that's done i remove myself from the picture
1: yeah yeah
0: i just i just take out as long as i get the emotions that the person what the song is about i eliminate myself from the picture cuz it's not about me anymore yes yeah. i'm the vessel i wrote it but it's not about me anymore
1: do you think you know my wife is a a, a painter and when I met her, I loved her art because it was, it was very emotional, very bizarre, very strange. And the happier she got, I didn't really like the art. You know, because it's a different person. She's happy, but it's a different yeah. person. Do you sense that as well with your own, with your own writing? Like, like, do you prefer a side of you that's, that maybe musically is different from the way you're, you feel? You know what I mean?
0: So, yeah, um, of recent, I've been writing a lot of sad, melancholic songs. Yeah. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Um, usually, everyone knows my love songs as the happy love songs. I miss you. Um, I love you. I want to be with you. But right now, I've been writing songs about life's issues. I've been writing songs about being toxic. I've been writing songs about I don't want to love you, like, I mean, I'm with you, but I don't love you. I don't want to love yep. you. I've just been writing left, literally. Yep. And it's me connecting with what's actually happening, but people are not, they are, they are afraid to, to admit that it's what's happening in their lives. Yeah. So, I, I've been, of recent, I've been writing a lot of deeper, deeper songs. Uh, and I'm sure when it's out, a lot of people would know
1: is when you wrote when the first album came out rich and famous why did you title it rich and famous
0: so i had a heat song called rich and famous which was um, which literally is the song that changed my life did you think it was gonna hold on did you think it was gonna be successful when i wrote that when i wrote that song i was optimistic but I honestly never thought it would be the song that would change my life. I was very optimistic. It sounded different. It was nothing like it was done, was done in the industry. It was just different. I worked with a legendary producer, and it was it was a different feeling, you know. And I was just hoping for, I was hoping for the best because I put out two singles. The first one, yeah, everybody, okay, who's this guy? Oh, mm. Nice, okay. He does something different, but it didn't take off. Yep. And this was my third single. And yeah, the song changed my life. Why did I call my album Rich and Famous? It was a double album. I put out a double album. And because of what I was trying to pass across and reach out to every of my fans, I had the R&B album. I had to share it into two. The R&B album, which I called it The Reach Album. Mm -hmm. which for me is quality because when when i say rich i like to associate it with quality the other famous popularity the songs every yeah like songs with content and the songs with just the hype and i was like no i wouldn't want to dilute this album because i can't mix those two songs like the way i want it would it would distort the flow so i was like i'm dropping a double album an R&B album and an Afro pop album. So one was one was 12 tracks, The Rich and Famous, the Rich album was 12 tracks and the Famous album was 14 tracks. 26 songs. Um would you have changed anything today when you look back
1: at that nope. album? Not at all. Nope. Not, Not at yet. all. Do you ever think like that? Do you ever
0: wish you'd done things differently? Uh I'll be a liar to say I, 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 I would, I'd never wish some things would be different, you know, but I feel that life, over time, my mentality about life changes.
1: Yeah.
0: And right now, I'm in, I'm in a phase where every disappointment is channeling you or, or redirecting you to where you should really be. Yeah. So I never take any, I never take disappointments for, it never gets to me. It never gets to me because you're like, if this doesn't work, I'm glad you didn't work because it just shows that I shouldn't do this, I should try a different approach. Where,
1: where how,
0: how does one acquire to that? How do you get that? Um, I think you need to be content, yeah. You need to be content. Um, I mean, not settle for less because a lot of people seem to associate being content with settling for less. No, don't settle for less but just be content. content.
1: Well, I'll tell you, I just, I, on a personal note, uh, if you ask me, my big, my biggest success was learning to be just happy. It wasn't money. It wasn't anything else than, God, I love what I'm doing and I, I want to keep yeah. doing this. And once that happened, oh, God, everything became easier because there's no, you're not fighting for anything. Nope. Yep. Um, uh, <laughs> who's your favorite artist in Nigeria? <laughs> <laughs> you could pick one artist. Who's your favorite? Yo, that's a hard. That's
0: a hard one. Cause it's one. That's a hard one. Bro. It's, it's hard. <laughs> okay, right now, um, um, I would say my favorite artist right now is. Ha, huh, that's that's hard, bro. It's hard. <laughs> who, who would you like when you hang up? Who are you gonna listen to after this? If I hang up, I'll listen to Gideon. Nigeria. I would listen to Thames. I would listen to Johnny Drill. Um, I'll say Johnny Drill is one of my favorites. He's who would you amazing. listen
1: to? Who would you listen to in Africa
0: outside of Nigeria? I listen to Stoneboy. Um, I listen to. Um, I've been listening to Amare.
1: Yeah,
0: she's, I think she's from Ghana. She's, I think she's amazing. Um, Basically, for now, I think that's that. would be my default. Sakodi, I listen to Sakodi definitely.
1: You've done a you've done a bunch of collabs. What yeah. makes a good? What makes a perfect scenario
0: with another artist? Why? Do, when does it work? When both parties are honest. Um, I I love genuine. Rec- I love organic recordings. Yeah. Know? Um, I, I mean times have changed. Where I mean, you would have to just send a file over. But I'm the, I'm the traditional guy. You know, I'm. I'm the. You know, let's let's vibe. Um, I'm intuitive. You know. Also, I know when the vibe is not. When the vibe is, doesn't click. Yep. You know. So to make, to make, an amazing collaboration, both artists have to just be on a very good wave, wavelength. You have to be it a good wavelength is um.
1: If you were going to work with, uh, would you rather work with another R&B artist or would you rather work with a pop artist if you're going to do a collab?
0: Hmm. I'm a very versatile artist. Um, I've been able to establish that. So well, depends. Well, it depends. On, it depends on time of the year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as musicians, we 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 know what to. To to put out certain kind of songs, um, like I, I won't I won't put out a pop song during Valentine's period.
1: Yep. yeah, it. of course.
0: So yeah, so um, if I was to drop uh, a hip hop track, hmm, it would be it would be a, it would be a praise recross. I I think that would slap. I think that would slap. If it's an R and B song, I think a praise har. Praise her, or praise Givion would slap too. Yep. Um, if it's pop, hmm, um, I think a praise Justin Bieber or yeah. praise praise Chris Brown would work. Is, is
1: and it came or the beginning of your success came from the show. Yeah. Do you think sh- the shows today if you could tell an artist would you tell them to try the same route today with the shows that are taking place? Yes I would
0: I would because it shortens your journey to be honest yeah. it shortens you the, the hustle the, 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 the climb up journey and it it gives you it builds your fan base quicker yeah you know it doesn't work for everybody yeah but if it works for you I mean, life is all about taking risks if you don't because take a the, risk... there's so many whether there's
1: so many people I've met, even Ross was in a contest uh Andre I think Andre Three thousand from outcast was uh, yeah. was one of the judges. Even he was on a show like a local not a not a TV show but a local talent show where someone yeah. if you can get yourself on the stage, it's just another opportunity to showcase yourself.
0: Yep.
1: What's next? What's next for praise?
0: What's next for phrase? Um putting out my first indie album and um it's 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 a beautiful album. It's when's it's, that happening? It, um it drops in September. It drops in September. It's done. Uh, Everything's done. Um right now I'm in the mastering phase. Um just putting finishing touches to well recordings are done. Um well except <laughs> Except something else is happens.
1: <laughs> sure, you'll change it if if you feel yeah. it. You'll change.
0: It's, it's a it's a very of um, the likes of um, Yemi Alade on the album. I have Joe Boy. I have Sean Kuti, um son of the legendary Fela Kuti. Um Actually, quite quite love amazing. Oh, I can't wait! I'm a that.
1: huge fan. I love shout out to Yemi. I love her. She's yeah, she's, she's a, amazing. She's, she's amazing. A, when I met her, I did saw I did an interview with her. I, I felt like she's like a, a cartoon. Like, <laughs> she, you know what I mean? She's like a I told her that. You're like a cartoon character. She has this so many very personalities. <laughs> um have you done uh have you have you done anything with a US artist yet?
0: Yes, uh, but that was a long time ago. Um I had a record with um Kenny Lattimore.
1: Okay.
0: Um, Back in the day, I also had a record with Obi Trice. Okay. Um, That was was years ago.
1: Well, I'm a big fan of, uh, as I always tell everybody, I'm a big fan of trying to introduce artists in the U.S. to Africa and vice versa. We're doing a, we have a song, uh, we're helping produce a song for Chris Hollis, who's on Wiz Khalifa's label, Taylor Gang. Um, He's an R&B artist, really good. Up-and-coming artist, really good um but we want to be supportive and if there's anything i can do for you and our network can do for you praise we want to help God bless. God bless. Um, but I-, I love hearing your story um i think you're tremendously successful in your own rights uh, i love your music so Thank i you. wish you the best of everything Thank keep going um Thank if you great. get over on this side let us know and i'll definitely as soon as soon we, so as we get over covid i'm going to come to visit nigeria
0: That'd be amazing. <laughs> but you've been hey, shout out to
1: you. You've been supporting us and Bel Air since two, yeah. since, since like seventeen, since we've That's been right. in there. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> shout out. You've been a huge I, supporter. I was, I, think I, was, I was, literally, I was literally the first. Yeah, I was literally the first artist who did like stuff with Bel Air Nigeria. I literally because I had um I had a concert called called um Praise Live. Yep. Um, Yo, and Belair was was one of the supporters. Like we've been doing stuff since back in the day. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Well, it's because of uh, because of that kind of support, and it's never too late. You can jump on board today. Yeah, uh, but it's because of that kind of support, we're we're doing what we're doing. So it's awesome to connect with you, uh, knowing that that you've been there for us, and we want to do the same. Praise. So I thank you for that.
0: Thank you, Belair. Thank
1: you, boy. Anything I can do, appreciate it. Love hearing your self made story, praise, and, and keep going, thank all right? Looking forward to the end Thank you very much song. for having
0: me. I'm going to hit.
1: Yes, sir. Thanks, praise. Take care, everybody.